Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Numbers Game Podcast. I am your host, Suzette Effects, and in this podcast, we talk about that bag. Okay, we talk about financial literacy, we talk about how to leverage your credit, we talk about passive income, all that good stuff. So I want you guys to stay tuned. Okay, so welcome, ladies and gentlemen, in today's episode, which is episode number two. Okay, I want to talk to you guys about how I got started with this podcast, Numbers Game, how I just, you know, how I got to this point, basically. Um, it's been a long time coming, as I told you guys in the first episode, but I want to give you guys an understanding or a little backstory of how I got to where I am, um, what prompted all of this, what caused me to start talking about every, the things that I have, and, you know, what's kind of, what's my motivation, you know, so... So what got me started? Like, you know, how did I get, what got me started in this? So about a year ago, um, I was on a path to home ownership. Okay. Um, And I was in the process of purchasing a home and, um, you know, it was a lot going on. um, But long story short, I basically improved my credit by about a hundred points within a I want to say 90 day period within 90 days and once that happened it just it opened up it, it it opened my eyes to certain things and at the same time it motivated me to want to help other people do the same thing and in addition to that you know I was in the service you know back in the day so I have a long line of um years of budgeting and you know managing my money and being in different kind of situations just on personal experience to where it it's brought me to the point where in my understanding and what how I've gained the not the the knowledge to manage my money you know I want to help other people you know so that's kind of what got what got me started and what initiated me to say hey you know I need to start a podcast. I need to do something and and educate other people on how to do the things that I've already done. And that's become second nature to me because this basically has like budgeting and managing my money. I mean, I do it so much on a daily basis that it's like the back of my hand, you know, it's, 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 it's super simple mentally for me, you know, but it's something that a lot of other people and I can, and I get it because it took me a while, you know, it wasn't like I just, you know, it's not like I grew up in a family where managing money was at the topic of conversation. It was, it really was not. Okay. So, you know, I want you to understand that. So a lot of this, a lot of the information that I have is basically from my experience, you know, and in that experience, my goal with this podcast is obviously to inform you guys, to give you the motivation to drive, to want to continue on and go on in this and, build your generational wealth okay and especially especially amongst you know my my people you know I really want you know I really want us to come to an understanding of financial literacy and how what passive incomes mean you know understanding credit and how to use your credit to your benefit because it's really a lot of things going on out there where you know 
if if you had your credit in line, like once I realized how powerful credit was and I got myself in line and I started on the journey and I fixed my credit and, you know, had to. it took me a while, you know, because I did it all on my own. I didn't have a platform or anything, you know, fortunately today. I'm involved in a platform that's called Financial Education Services. And with that platform, it's a lot of different tools where it's a lot easier. But back when I initially started working on my credit, it was a lot of things that I had to do on my own. So that experience and that, you know, that wisdom that I gained from that from that journey, I really want to share with you guys and, you know, again, motivate you guys to want to go and do that for yourself because it's easy. It's not something that you have to be a particular person to do this. You know, you have calculators, right? So it's not like you have to be perfect at math, you know, so it's very, 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 very simple. It really is. So, you know, that's honestly what I hope to accomplish is to motivate others to want to take care of their finances and manage their money in such a way that will be helpful to not only you, but to your children, you know, to your family, to those that you love, you know. So, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of a little bit of a backstory. And and with that journey, as I was on that journey, when I was uh, at the time purchasing a home and I found, I, I, obviously I had got pre-qualified for a certain amount, right? And while I was on the journey to purchase this home, you know, I, we were in escrow and everything and a lot of information came up and I'm sure if you guys have ever purchased a home and you understand the escrow process, you know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? The escrow process, it brought up a lot of different things, you know. It it showed that the house that I was trying to purchase at the time was in you know, it was in a reverse mortgage, which if you're not familiar with reverse mortgages, a reverse mortgage basically makes a payment on your home using the equity that's already in the ho- on the house, right? So if you have equity in your home, you get into a reverse mortgage, it's going to eat away at that at that equity. And in that time when you want to sell and for in, in the situation where I'm trying to purchase it, Right. It makes it hard in the escrow process because that number, the the sale number, the the amount that you're purchasing the house for is always fluctuating. You have to paperwork, you have to do this, you have to do that. So it was a lot going on at the time when I really started saying, "Okay, look, I've already got pre-qualified. I'm in the escrow process. You know, I found the house that I want after so many months of looking and this and that and that. And now, boom, this situation, you know, this wall has kind of partitioned me from what my goals are which is to purchase this home right so in that process you know it it made me it it was like okay well either I'm gonna let it go or I'm gonna see what I can do in my brain I went into overdrive I'm like okay well I gotta find out a way you know um I'm only qualified qualified for a certain amount the home is getting to the point where it's going to be costing it's going to I'm gonna have to purchase it for more than that so then I need to therein change or do something you know I need to go and find a way to change this so that I can get qualified for more right so I did research I was researching diligently diligently scouring the internet you know looking at YouTube videos listening to other people's stories of how they improve their credit within a certain period of time and within that journey of you know searching for information I came down to a few conclusions and I had a moment where it was like whoa you know it was like okay it is possible for me to still fix my credit even though I've already been qualified for this loan amount but there's a way that I can go in and do some things to my credit to where I'm qualified for maybe 50,000 more right so 
and and coming to that understanding, I was like, okay, wow, this is great. This is great. So I started looking at my credit again. I took another step back and looked at it. Okay, what can I do? And in that journey, again, I, I, I forgot to mention in that journey, I realized that, you know, the qualifications is based on two things. It's based on your credit and it's based on your debt to income ratio. Okay. Now, obviously, you know, in my mind, initially I'm thinking, okay, well, I can't do anything with my credit because, you know, I've already, um, uh, I've already got pre-qualified. So, and I don't have any derogatory marks on my credit. So what can I do to, you know, improve that? So after searching and, you know, digging into the debt income ratio to see if I could change that, that, that was a little bit too extraneous. So I'm like, okay, look at my credit. I don't have any credit cards. I don't have no credit cards, zero credit cards. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, all I can remember when I was a kid, it was my mom saying, don't get no credit cards. Don't get no credit cards. So I'm like, oh, wow. So I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, okay. And boom, right. A light bulb went off in my head. I had just got a pre-qualifying letter for a credit card in the mail. Like, I want to say maybe a week prior to this at this time. So my mind automatically went back to that. Like, oh, I got a pre-qualification. Hmm. Then I start thinking, well, okay, I'm in the escrow process of buying a home, right? They told me I can't touch my credit, right? Okay. Can't, Can't touch my credit. But, okay, then I thought about it. Like, okay, what situation am I in with my home? Okay. Right now, you know, we're, we're, they're trying to figure out paperwork with this reverse mortgage thing. So technically I have like a few months, right? So I'm thinking, okay, great. Okay, cool. So then technically they're not going to run my credit for another few months. So I can, I can go ahead, take that pre-qualifying letter that I got for that credit card, get that credit card, right? And use that to build my credit up. Ding, 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 ding. So I went to work, right? I went to work. I got me a piece of paper. I started writing, writing out a plan. Okay, I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, I do not want to, I don't want to get off this journey that I've been on all this time of purchasing this house. It goes way deeper than that. You know, this is, you know, we, the house that I was purchasing, well, initially, first and foremost, let me just say this. I live in L.A., right? Los Angeles, California. For those of you who don't know, the cost of living in Los Angeles is extremely high. So for that, you know, the pre-qualifying amount that I have, which is $350,000, you're really, you're barely scratching the surface of finding a good piece of property in Los Angeles, right? So with that being said, I have to get this house. Like I'm thinking, like it's no, there are no, I can't do it. There's no, I got to get out. I have to do it. So in my mind, mentally, you know, it was a, it was, it was a whole drive that was pushing me forward, even throughout all these obstacles of what brought me to this point in time of saying, okay, you know, I've been through all these different things. I've done all this, been through these emotions, and you know, I. I I can understand them from a certain perspective. I have to. I have to speak out now. I have to share this information. I have to share this, right? So, so okay. So, so at the time, right? You know. So I'm like, okay. I'm. I'm I write my plan, plan out, right? Okay. I'm gonna use this credit card. I'm gonna go on and I'm. Gonna, it was a three hundred dollar credit card, right? I'm going to use this and I'm going to build my credit. I don't know all of the details, what it is, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a leap of faith, you know, because I didn't come this far to just give up, right? I can't. There, there are no, there's no room for failure in my mindset. So I was taking, ch- I was 
feeding my mind the information that I needed or the questions that were going on in my head of how can I do this? What can I do to do this, to do that, do that? And then go for it. Scour the internet, search, look, you know, not just one source, you know, go to different pages, different different people's videos on them talking about how they've gone through this and overcome and just use, get all the information and then just put a plan together. And that's literally what I did. Put a plan together. Now, of course, in that plan, I had many obstacles. <laughs> Let me just say that first and foremost. There were so many obstacles because, again, I had never... I had a credit card, I want to say years ago, you know, but I was not familiar with how, what I call the credit card game, right? I was so unfamiliar on how credit card, how they're reported, what makes up your score, all that information. I was totally just not knowledgeable on that. So as this, as this, as this challenge presented itself, as I'm going on this journey to purchase this house, right? Excuse me. And that challenge presented itself. And I took that challenge head on, wrote out my goals, made a point to say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. And if whatever happens, I'm just going to go with it. So initially I got the credit card, right? I'm on the road. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make some things happen. And in mind you, as I as I'm writing down my plan, my plan and my goal is to get another source of income, right? Because I don't want to. I don't want to. Me, I'm the kind of person I don't want to keep going through the same thing over and over. Like this was, this was the second time that I had tried to buy a home. Okay, I had purchased a home prior, but this was the second time. Currently, in the last, I want to say maybe two years, that I've tried to go and purchase property, and and this was the second time where it was like, okay. The first time it didn't happen because my credit was all messed up and whatnot. But this time it was like, no, I have gotten to this point. I can't just stop now. So it was a lot of, I had a lot of just drive on going, you know. So after getting a credit card, you know, I said to myself, I got to get another source of income. Like I have to, I got to be not saying that I wasn't able to afford it because I was able to afford the $300 credit card, but I was thinking in in the future, you know, like I have to, I don't want to put myself in a situation again where, you know, I'm not able to qualify for these things because I'm getting older in age. You know, I want to be amongst the ownership club, you know, and not only that, but it was way deeper than that. It was, this was a family thing, you know, cost of living in LA was high, you know, um, at the time, had I not went through this journey right and got the property you know my family everybody would have kind of just been on their own to find their own places you know and it's it is super expensive you know rent is 1500 easy you know not including utilities not including you know um uh internet i mean every all that like it's it's just it's crazy not including car insurance car note if you have a car note you know what i'm saying like so I can't stress that enough of how much difficulty it would have been. Like, I've been seeing people living in their cars. Like, that's how bad it is in L.A. because, you know, they're building that stadium in Inglewood. I mean, the cost of living is going up. It's, it was, it's already high as it is, but they're making improvements, so it's going even higher. So, yeah, it was, it's, it, there was no way, there was no, in my mind, there was no doubt I had to take action. I had to make a plan. I had to do something, and that was my goal. And in doing that, I made the mistake of 
not being on top of my credit card as far as being aware of when my statement date was being reported to the credit bureau. So I made that mistake. And initially when my credit card was reported, it was reported with the $200 balance on a $300 card. Now, for those of you who know credit, know that like that's the worst. One of the worst things you can do is you is utilize your credit. Like the goal in credit is to only use 30% of the card. Like that's that's being that's keeping it at a good credit score. If you go anywhere over that, your credit score is going to bomb. And that's what my credit did. Literally, like the first month I got the car, it bombed. Boom. OK, I'm like, OK, well, another challenge. OK, I got I got to go. I got to still, you know, this this is still there's no room for op- no room for failure. Like there's no other options. There are no I can't I have to keep going. Like it was the thought that ran through my head was the good Lord did not bring me this far to leave me here. Like it, 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 I was so driven, but I was frustrated at the same time, which I'll get into later. But anyway, so I made the mistake with the credit card, right? After that, I said, no, I'm going to be on top of everything. I wrote everything down as far as when my due date, I, well, I already knew when my due dates were, but I did not write down my schedule, my um, statement dates. And for those of you who have credit cards, you know, initially when you get a credit card and I'm going to have another podcast explaining credit. So for my newbies, you know, I don't want to speak over your head or anything like that. But credit, in a sense, uh, you know, you you want to keep your utilization low. That'll keep your credit score high. Anytime you 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 max out your credit card or anything like that, it's always going to be a bad. You know, you're going to have a negative score. Your score going to go down. Basically, what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, so I made them that mistake initially, like the same month that I had got the credit card. So it made my score go down. So I, so I mean, you can only imagine my, you can imagine the emotion that I was going through, because even though I was motivated and driven, it did not negate those emotions, that frustration. You know, those. Oh, it, it was, it was a trying time in my life. But anyway, so I made that mistake, right? I got back up. I said, okay, I got to do better. Learn from my mistake. Made sure that I was aware of when my statements for my credit cards were reported. So that at that moment, right, that balance that was showing to the credit bureaus or that was on my statement, right, which is the same thing, was zero balance. I did that for, I want to say, was it 30, 40 days? No, it was two months. Yeah, two months. And it. My credit, my credit score went up 100 points. Boom, right? Boom, right? <laughs> like, I was, I, even when it happened, like, because they, you know, as we were going through the escrow process, right? And, and for those of you know, it's, it's, it's a long process depending on what kind of property you're getting and what's going on with that property. So, in my case, the escrow process had went, it was about four or five months, like, literally. So, this happened, I want to say, was in January. By March, March, April, May, May, June. March, April, May, It was... Okay, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember the actual month. But when it happened, when they actually ran my credit for the second time, when they were doing the final documentation for the escort process, right? We were in the process of, you know, you give me the key, now it's in my name, da-da-da-da, transfer ownership, all that good stuff. Right before that happened, 
right before they did the final docs, they ran my credit and my credit was at a 744. 744. Now, mind you, in December, when I initially put in the offer for the property, right? I think it was December. My dates may be a little bit off, but when I initially put in the offer, my credit score was a 620. So by March of that next year, my credit score was at a 744 because of that one credit card. And by the grace of God, I was able to get that property, right? I qualified for more because my credit had went up. My debt-to-income ratio was still the same. But my but my credit score had jumped up over 100 points. So it qualified me for more, right? So all of that, that due diligence of, you know, these are obstacles. Okay, I got to get over this, get over that. You can imagine how much that drove me of, okay, you did the work. Now you getting you enjoying the fruits of your labor, and it actually worked. Like it worked. I was so amped up. I was so excited. I was so like, oh my goodness, I gotta, I gotta scale this. I gotta leverage my, I gotta leverage this now. You know what I'm saying? Like to take, and again, as I stated on my credit, there were I didn't have any derogatory notes. Obviously, you can't have any derogatory notes if you're trying to purchase a home, right? So it wasn't like I had to do any extraneous work on my credit. I literally just went, applied, got that credit card because I had been pre-approved, right? I sent in the pre-approval uh, information, got that credit card, made the, the mistake of over utilizing it, then snapped back to reality for two months and only had a zero balance on it every, t- every time it was reported. My credit score went up 100, over 100 points. Right. And I was able to qualify more for more. So by the time the escrow process that came to a close, my credit was improved from when it was when I initially put in my offer for that property. Ain't that something? Ain't that something like and I'm and again, this journey was not easy. when I tell you it was not. You can only imagine just from hearing it, but it was not easy. All of the I mean, every single day I woke up. It was something new. It was, it was, it was this, it was that, it was this, it was that. It was, I had to adjust so much that it, it, it took a lot out of me, you know, but at the end of the day, it took everything out of me and it, it filled me, it filled me up with motivation. It, I mean, total motivation to just say, okay, I'm about to go and I'm about to take this thing to the next level. And that's what I did as a result of that situation. I said, okay, I need to take this up a notch. Okay. So then. And understanding how credit works and understanding and actually leveraging my credit while in while I was in the process of purchasing a home on the verge of not being able to get it and it actually worked. Oh, my goodness. I was ready to go. I was like it was like I I had learned to run for the first time and I was ready to take off. Seriously, like that's how that's how intense and oh, that's it, it, it took me to another level. I was just like, wow. I was so grateful and honored and I just, you know, I kept giving reverence to God and, 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 and for the opportunity because, again, I had been in different situations where I was trying to acquire property and it just didn't work and it, it just didn't work. But this moment, this at that particular time, in that moment and going through that, now this whole process for the for how I improved my credit at 100, 100 points, that process was only uh, 90 days. From the time 
from the time I realized, okay, I need to, I gotta, I gotta do something because this prop, this problem has arised. Of, I may not get this property right up until my credit's going up over 100 points. That was 90 days, but I had been in this long loophole, this circle of ownership, trying to get something, finding something, finding the right thing. Okay, then some finally, you know, came on the market. I got to have this one. Now it's this. Oh well, you know, I mean, it was so many things going on and was popping up. And this whole, that whole process of home ownership was a year. Like, it was, no, I'm sorry. It was about, I want to say seven months. Yeah, about seven months. And, wow. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away just telling it because stuff like, you know, things like this rarely happen. Like this don't happen. This is this is not a normal situation that I'm speaking of. And it was not normal being in the situation. Let me assure you, it was not. But as I went through it, right, and I've gone through the situation, gone through those different emotions, and got there, got to the end result. And of course, you know, once you get there is a whole nother set of challenges, but still the fact that this challenge presented itself, it presented itself and by the grace of God, I was able to overcome it, you know, and not, you know, just lay down and, oh, well, this is what it is. And I'm, no, it was like, no, in my mind, there was no failure. There was no room. Like it, it was in, and by the grace of God, it, it worked like it happened. I can honestly say that I improved my credit within 90 days by a hundred points, just with one credit card with one credit card and I made a mistake in the process as well right like that is that is not normal that is not regular that is something once it happened it was like oh my goodness and then I took it a step further right I took it a step further and got more credit and I used that credit to start a business right and and oh and I'm just I'm 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 I don't know. I'm getting emotional just talking about it because it's it's so near and dear to my heart. And it is something that like I went through. The, I went through the fire, you know, like I went through the fire. And this isn't this situation isn't the first fire that I've gone through, you know, and we'll get into that later. But I just wanted you guys to understand and to have that understanding of where I've come from and how I'm able to sit and talk about these different topics, you know, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit more information on the passive income side of things. But I want you guys to understand and to know that when you're you're listening to these podcasts and you're listening to me talk, this comes from a real place of experience. Right. This does not come from, you know, no scheming, no illegal activity. None of that. Like this is genuine life challenges and genuine overcoming obstacles literally like and I've been there you know I've walked down that road I've had to really you know go through those go through those fires you know and come out and be able to speak about it and talk about it you know so I want you guys to understand that and understand that you yourself can go through it too you can come through the fire you know, I want you guys to be motivated in it, to know that it's possible that if I can do it, you can do it too, right? So I want you guys to stay tuned, right? It's going to be, we're going to have so many, so much good topics, you know, 
I plan on doing interviews in this podcast. You know, I plan on helping you guys with your credit, passive income, right? Um, All that good stuff because I have been through those different journeys and I'm still on my journey today, right? But I want to share you share with share that with you guys so that you guys can be motivated and so you guys can be driven in your in your daily challenges as well because everybody have them. No one is exempt. I don't care what no one is telling you what they're trying to uh, you know. No one is exempt from challenges and obstacles. That's that is a given, right? No one is. Not me. Not you. No one. So how we can learn from each other is sharing and. And talking about those obstacles and how we overcame those different things to help the next person. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's, that's what it's all about. Right? Numbers game. I'm sitting there as I'm doing my budgeting and I'm doing my bills and I'm, 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 I'm writing down numbers. Numbers. Right? Life is a numbers game. You know what I'm saying? You got to make those numbers work for you. You got to put those numbers to work. And in this podcast, we talk about that. You know, and for those of you who, you know, are motivated and, and want to fix your credit, trust and believe you, me, I've been down that road, right? If you guys want to improve your credit, please email me, email me right now, okay? Um, dang, what email I'm going to use? <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, wait, I don't want to, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um. Uh, <laughs> email me <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna have to email somewhere in here like I gotta I gotta come back on you come back to you on that but I want you guys to reach out to me for real seriously because it there's a easier way to to fix your credit way easier than than um than what I had to endure prior to the you know improving my credit 100 points in those 90 days but I want to help you guys, okay? I want to help you guys improve your credit, okay? So reach out to me, you know, um, and I'll have an out. And again, please stay tuned because I'm going to be talking about this throughout the entire season of this Numbers Game podcast, okay? So as you guys have walked with me through this episode, episode number two, I hope and I pray that you guys continue on with me in this journey. And I hope that it motivates you guys to want to take charge of your finances, you know, take charge in a sense that it's not just about you. It's about your family. It's about your kids. And if you don't have kids then it's about, you know, those around you because you got people looking at you no matter what. I don't care what they they may be looking at. They may be giving off like his anger at first or hatred or whatever, but they still look. And everybody's a leader in their own way. So take charge, take charge of your finances, take charge of your life and let's get it. You ready to get it? Because I'm about to get it. So let's go get it.